This is Nuclear Knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nuclear Knowledge. I am Adam Lowther and today we're going to talk about rational choice theory and prospect theory. And these are two theories of human action, of psychology, that help us to understand how people act and what motivates them. So let's get into rational choice theory first. And the reason this is important is because this underlied our deterrent strategy for most of the Cold War and in the post-Cold War. Now, rational choice theory has three basic premises. Now, it's much more complex, and there's a scholarly literature that you can read if, you, if you're interested in learning more, but it's basically three key points. Point number one is that humans have preferences. So, for example, I, Adam Lowther, am keenly aware that the three greatest singers slash bands of all times are Taylor Swift, in sync and one direction. And of course, those are my three top preferences for bands and singers. So I've I've got preferences. That's number 1. Number 2, I rank my preferences. Well, so when Taylor Swift sings Haters Gonna Hate Hate Hate, that just touches my heart. So therefore, Taylor Swift is number 1. Now, when NSYNC gets on the stage and dances, I say, I want to be those guys. I wish I had those sweet moves on stage. So they're number two. And then when One Direction sings, girl, don't you know you're beautiful? I'm just like, man, I wish I could sing that. So they're number three for me. So we have preferences. We rank preferences. And then third, we seek to achieve those preferences. So let's suppose that Taylor Swift, NSYNC, and One Direction come to my hometown of Kansas City all on the same night. And obviously, I can only go to one. So what do I do? Well, obviously, I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert. So I've just had preferences, ranked them, and then sought to achieve them by their rank. Now, that's the basic tenets of rational choice theory. And if you apply that to adversaries, it assumes that everyone is rational. Now, there's something called bounded rationality. And within bounded rationality, we can have incomplete information. We can be operating under stress. We can be doing lots of things that help us make imperfect decisions. But by and large, we have preferences, we rank those preferences, then we seek to achieve them based upon their rank. And that makes us rational. So if you apply that to the Cold War and nuclear strategy, what that means is that when we looked to the Russians, the Soviets at the time, and we said, you have 30,000 nuclear weapons, we have 30,000 nuclear weapons, it would be insane for us to, to get into a nuclear war. 
You understand that. You, I understand that. I don't have to speak your language. I don't have to understand your culture. I don't have to understand your history. I just know that based on your preference, your number one preference of survival, that you and I are not going to go to nuclear war. And that was general deterrence theory during the Cold War. And it was based on rational choice theory. Now, there's a second theory I want to introduce to you called prospect theory. And this theory won two psychologists named Kahneman and Tversky the Nobel Prize. Now, the basic tenets, and with both rational choice and prospect theory, I'm, I'm simplifying them. But with prospect theory, the basic tenet is, is that humans overvalue risk. And what that means is, is that if there's a probability, a, let's say a much greater probability of taking a risk and succeeding, and there's a small probability of taking that risk and failing or losing, we will still be we will still often be constrained and we will place an irrational amount of value on avoiding the loss now what that means is is it fundamentally says humans are not rational because they overvalue losses you fear a loss more than you value a gain now there's a second part that i think is also relevant and that is, once we're guaranteed a loss, we humans, we become risk acceptant. That means we, we're willing to take risk if you guarantee us a loss. So the best analogy there is gambling. So what happens when you get it, when you're at the poker table and you start losing, you so, say, oh man. I've lost big. I've got to make up for those losses. So you double down on those losses to try to recoup what you've lost. So you become more risk acceptant. Now, I think that this theory, prospect theory, actually explains the success of deterrence for the last 70 years better than rational choice theory. And the reason I say that is because what provide you a greater loss than nuclear war. And so therefore, what I would submit to you is that national leaders from the Soviet Union, the United States, China, North Korea, the nuclear powers, that they place an overvalued amount, uh, they overvalue this fear of a loss from nuclear war. And because they really, really value that avoiding nuclear war because of the fear of the consequences, therefore, nuclear deterrence holds. And I actually think that does a better job of explaining the success of nuclear deterrence than rational choice theory. So I just want to offer you those two theories that help us to understand some of the psychology of nuclear deterrence. Now, if you're interested, there's a lot more out there that goes into a lot more fine detail about how these theories work, under what conditions and constraints, and I would encourage you to go read it. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Nuclear Knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies.